There's a time and a place in which you should not listen to your brain. And in this video, my friend, I'm gonna tell you about that time and that place and when it becomes appropriate to push through in spite of what your body tells you to do. This morning, I was in the sauna. About 10 minutes in, my mind started saying, we should get out of this and this is too hot. Why don't you go to the bathroom quickly or open the door and let some of the air out? Like all these thoughts start flying at you. The problem with these thoughts is if you listen to them, you become weak. So weakness exists in every man. It only manifests when thought is given action and strength Strength is being able to sit in those thoughts and sit with those thoughts and in spite of the impulse to act on them, basically not doing so. I would say that I don't respect any man that doesn't put himself through something every single day that he doesn't want to do. Now, how do we define strength? I would define strength as being able to sit in pain, have the option to stop it and not. So this could be in the gym, if you're trying to bulk, if you're trying to cut, if you're doing cold calls. But fundamentally, pain is a universal currency of progress, what I would call the deserving factor. If you want something, you kind of have to deserve it. And the easiest and fastest way to deserve it is to just sit in pain. And the thing is, is people become way too attached to their thoughts. And this is a big problem because the thoughts of weakness, ideas like, oh, we'll just get out, or like, oh, why don't we just do like two minutes less than usual, or like, like what starts to happen is when your body feels like it's actually under threat, is it takes control of your mind. I don't care what anyone says, it's near enough impossible to control your mind. All you can do is ignore it. What I'd like to invite you to try and start doing is building a habit of just sitting in pain once a day, at least putting yourself through some sort of physical strenuous activity that requires you to sit in suffering is probably one of the most profitable things you can do for your company. When they were training Michael Jordan to arguably become one of the best athletes in the world ever known, they made him do isometric holds, right? You know, like where you like hold like certain positions and like planks and shit like that, like wall sits and stuff. They made him hold those positions, you know, for like 45 minutes, 60 minutes at a time. You can imagine the, the pain, <laughs> you just imagine the absolute agony you have to go in to sit in an isometric hold, like a plank or wall sit or squat or something for that period of time. They didn't necessarily do that to, to train his fitness or his cardiovascular system. They did it to train his pain avoidance and his pain resistance. Why do this? I feel no pain. Trust me, if you can't do this outside of work, your business will never be successful. Because what I found in my experience is the only real way to build a company is to build a great character. When we think about character building and things that make us grow as a person and in turn help us, you know, grow our companies, the only real way to build that character is through pain. What I want you to imagine is you've got a chisel and a hammer and you've got this big block of marble. Every time your brain says it doesn't want to do something, but you do it in spite of it, in, in spite of it, right? Obviously, if it's against your value system, don't do it. If your brain's like, maybe we shouldn't push that child off the bridge, you probably shouldn't do that. I mean, the thoughts where you're doing something that hurts, but you proceed to do it anyway, because you're chasing progress and it's productive pain, it's prudent pain. Every time you ignore one of those thoughts, and every time you proceed to sit with the suffering in spite of your brain and body telling you otherwise, you chip away at that block. If you do this for a decade, every little thought becomes another chip. And then before you know it, you've chipped out a character. And that's how you become, in my opinion, a man. That's how you become someone who, or a woman, whatever you want to become. But that's how you become someone who deserves to be successful and I don't respect anyone that can't do this. It's the interesting thing about running, after a certain period of time, your body basically thinks it's just dying. I'm dying, help me. And so that's why the thoughts are so strong to stop. 
because your body's like, okay, we're burning through these glycogen reserves and your brain and your body, you know, you've got these, these circuits that are millions and millions and millions of years old. So they don't know that you plan on stopping in three kilometers or 10 kilometers or whatever. They don't know that you've got three water bottles at your disposal and electrolyte tablets and carbs, right? They don't, like your body isn't aware of that. Although your mind is and consciously you know you've got it, the survival mechanisms inside of you are completely blind to the current present condition of your environment and how that might support your survival and your biological imperatives. They haven't, it doesn't know. And so what you're trying to do when you run is you're combating your natural survival instincts to keep you alive. So people think that like the mind and the body is out to get them and it's all this self-sabotage stuff, but really it's just self-preservation. So ironically, when you run a marathon, you're killing yourself because that's kind of exactly what is happening, right? At least to your body, that's what it thinks is happening. And that's why it's so hard to run a marathon. When you look at people who go to the gym and people who are in shape, there's value in that. People look at people in shape and they think, okay, I value that, I respect that. Why? Well, it's because the body represents suffering and pain. People don't follow weak men. And the easiest way to find out if someone's weak or not is just to look at the state of their physical stature. Like, do they look good? Do they look healthy? Are they, do they have broad shoulders? Are they, do they have cut arms, big arms, etc., etc.? So I'm working on that, right? And it's now become one of my primary priorities because I've realized this. You can rent Lamborghinis, you can, you can rent Rolexes, you can pay pretty girls to be in your Instagram pictures, right? You can fake Stripe screenshots. You can, you can basically fake your entire lifestyle, right? In terms of getting people to look at you. But the one thing, the one thing that you cannot fake is the body. So every other signal of, hey, I've got some discipline can be in some way, shape or form faked and therefore brought into question. Because sure, you know, if you're on Instagram, you can like Photoshop it. But if you're on video all the time and if you're doing podcasts or if you're out seeing people or you're doing a talk or whatever, someone can look at you and be like, there is someone who's in fucking shape. I don't care what anyone says, there is an unconscious respect mechanism that human beings have for people who are in shape and people who deserve things. If you've ever been in like a, a gym and you've ever trained legs before and you look at someone who has good legs and you look at them, you think, do you know what? That's just basically a lot of suffering. I respect that. I respect your ability to sit in the pain and suffer, you know, for years on end to build those legs. You all right, boss? Thank you. And that's what it's all about. And I think the same thing applies to business. You know, when you look at someone with a successful company, what you're really looking at, and I think what people don't really realize often enough, is what you actually are looking at is just years and years of suffering. And they've just built up this like huge, huge, huge mountain. And then they're sat at the peak and they're like, oh, I'm on top of the world. But how do you get to the top of the world? You climb a very painful ladder. But the main thing and what it all boils down to is having the thoughts and ignoring them, having the option to stop it, but choosing not to because that's how you build character. And every time you ignore a thought or an impulse to like remove the pain or get out the sauna or you know rack the weight you become a little bit more of the person that you need to be to become successful that's all discipline is it's just having the option to stop it but not bit of a weird video if you need more clients you can click the first link in the description if you go there there's a video of me trying to sell you something i don't want to surprise you with anything nasty so just check it out if you want to other than that subscribe have a good day